<laughs> oh boy. All right. We're back with episode four of Unhinged. <laughs> that oh, just sounded like it a was bed. giving like I could make your bed rock. <laughs> Do you remember that song? I can make your bed. Do I remember that song? My God, the chokehold that had. So today we're gonna chat about what we like to call the social media effect. I'm sure a lot of people call it that, but Chloe and I, we both work heavily in social media, you know, marketing Mm -hmm. overall, creative overall, but a lot of our focus is social media. And having been on social media ourselves for most of our lives, a little less of my life for me because I'm old, but you know, we have experience on both ends, essentially is what I'm trying to say. We have experience on the end of being victims to this and also on the end of seeing the back end and seeing the effect of it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we're gonna take those little hinges off. Yeah, I want to dive into it for sure. I think that it's interesting, like you're saying, because we have a perspective of having to be on our phones 24-7, chronically online. My tech neck. My tech neck is out of control. Tech neck is insane. I hate my tech neck. But beyond that, my brain. We also are employed to market products to people so we know that end of it as well like we right. know exactly how to get into a consumer's brain and make them think that they need to buy this thing and to prey on their fomo mm-hmm. and to prey on their need for i hate to say it but their need for acceptance here's my age telling question how old were you when you first got instagram hmm. maybe a freshman in high school Oof. i was going to college which was essentially the same oh, yeah. time. Well, it's like, like our 2000, age Yeah, 2000, yep. 2012. So, I mean, but even that being said, you had all of high school with social media. I had all oh, of yeah. high school without social media, which is a crazy What about MySpace? Difference. Yeah, I had MySpace and I had Facebook, but I'm talking Instagram. Yeah. I mean, don't get me started on naming my top seven friends in <laughs> order of importance. <gasps> what was your MySpace song? Oh, my God. Well, most of the time it was Toxic by Britney Spears, <laughs> which was also the group name of my friends and I. We were the Toxic. To- we were the Toxic Ten. Okay. But as we the plastic. People, <laughs> as, no, literally, as we kicked people out and brought people in, it always changed. So it was like the Sexy Seven. It was the Naughty Nine. I think at one point it was the Exotic Eight, and then it was Toxic Ten. But it always stopped at ten. No one ever came in after that. We would have days where we. Oh my god, I hate myself. <laughs> we would have days where we would. We're taking pictures tomorrow. Everyone come in and wear your Pink? juicy zip up. No, your juicy zip up. Two Abercrombie tank tops, your blue jeans, and your old navy flip flops. Everyone has to be in a different color. You were a content creator from the beginning. Oh, honestly. absolutely. But you should see this picture. I will post Throw it, it up. on our Instagram. You guys go look at the episode <laughs> post, duck lips, and the peace sign. So, anyways, <laughs> so yeah. yes, I had MySpace and Facebook, but it's a huge difference having Instagram and mm-hmm. now for Gen Z. For, I don't know what's below Gen Z, but for kids now who are in high school who have TikTok and Instagram. (gasps) Yeah, I wonder what the consensus is amongst parents if they have to wait until middle school or high school or something. I mean, I hope it's high school, but we know that's not the case. I mean, there's so many people who are on TikTok who are like 12. Even my niece takes my sister's phone and goes on TikTok. And the other day she confronted me. She's six years old. She confronted me. She goes, Emma, why is a video of me on your TikTok? She said, I didn't give you consent. She's like, you didn't tag me. I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? I mean, it's crazy, but also 
YouTube things, platforms like that are a lot too as a kid. Like I I think I've told you this before, but I grew up in LA, the era where that was becoming a thing. It was Vine, Mm -hmm. Vine and YouTube. So there were like these 16 year old kids who didn't have even a driver's permit yet, but they had a Lambo because they did a brand deal with Aquafina for a six second Vine and they were throwing parties in their Hollywood Hills homes and their parents weren't there because they didn't give a shit. I'm sitting there watching that Vine in the McDonald's parking lot of my small (laughs) hometown in someone's Toyota Corolla that was passed down from three older brothers. (laughs) Different lives. But yeah, like it it has such an effect on your development Mm -hmm. and your body image. Oh, and yeah. How, and your confidence. I feel blessed that I did not have social media at a really young age because I can't imagine what it would have done to my confidence. No, I remember being a kid in the checkout line and seeing really photoshopped models and celebrities on magazines. And that's what everybody sees, not just with celebrities, but their neighbor, the people they go to school with. Everybody is fine-tuned now to some extent right. with filters and apps, et cetera. That it's, it's also so crazy. There are video editing apps that look real. They're not bending the walls in the Dude, background. We like posted TikToks and not realized there was a filter on us. Annoying. <laughs> it's the retouch filter and you can see it snapping it's on and off so, our face. But it's so accurate. There's been times where I haven't realized that they put extra eyelashes on me. Oh my god. I don't know if it's TikTok or your the phone app itself, like the phone camera, but there was something recently about it auto-distorting your face. Perfect. Yeah. I conducted some research mm. on the effects of social media and they're honestly horrifying. Lay them on me. All right, I gotta whip out the whole computer. Lots of facts here. We don't, we like to save the environment, so we don't do paper. I don't own a printer. We don't Uh, own notepads. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is the first half of it that's really interesting. Facebook and Instagram, meta now, if you will, conducted its own study internally to have a better understanding about the effects. Here are some quotes from their slides that were released quote we make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls and this was in 2019 Uh, which is before the huge blow up i feel like when everyone was home during covid so that's i'm I'm sure that number is so inflated now oh i bet yeah things got much worse about a quarter of teens who reported feeling quote not good enough said that the feeling started on instagram And then in this article that I pulled this from, this Dr. Twinge was quoted saying, for some people, it might be tempting to dismiss this as teen girls being sad, but that we're looking at clinical level depression that requires treatment. That's insane. That's such a sad, sad, sad number. Yeah. All of that. And not to dismiss boys either, because the same Facebook researchers found that 40% of teen boys experience negative social comparison on the app as well. And then here's an interesting quote and a huge point is there is a 20-year-old girl named Sylvia who goes to Stanford that was quoted in the article saying that she recently tried out a face filter that thinned her cheeks and made them pink, but then realized that the filter minimized her cheeks that she inherited from her family and to make them look more European. So essentially, the filters are giving everybody European idyllic beauty features. I mean, it's so funny. Actually, yesterday... And I'll put this on the Instagram. I was looking at my time hop and it went back to six years ago and I was in Paris and someone had taken a photo of me and I'm laughing and it's adorable and I'm leaning against this Vespa and it looks so cute and happy. 
And then I clicked again. So it went to the next photo that was even further back. That's how time hop works. And my body went like this because six years ago, I facetuned the shit out of myself. Mm. And I did it in my cheeks. I did it in my waist. And it, it made me so sad looking back at this photo. I was like, I was so happy to be in Paris. And I carved my face down in this picture. And looking back, I'm like, you poor little thing. I was yeah. 23 years old. And I felt that I had to make myself skinnier when I was j- just hanging out. It's so sad. And I was absolutely such a big face tuner until I realized how terrible it was. I wasn't really thinking about the other people it was affecting because yeah. I wasn't a model. I didn't think I affected anyone else. But I now definitely think about how it affected myself. Yeah. Well, also, this is what I was talking about in the grocery store. You see the Photoshop celebrities, but now everybody sees it in in literally everybody. Right. So it's setting these unrealistic, unattainable beauty standards. And it's not just filters. It's also plastic surgery that people aren't admitting to, so on and so forth. Yeah. That when preteen girls are looking at the pictures that they're being fed constantly on social media, they're thinking, why don't I look like this? What's wrong with me? And then it just feeds the cycle of them doing right. it to themselves. And what's so sad is that what a lot of people don't understand especially at a young age is that this is genetics how you look it's true is genetics and a lot of the times even when people try to lose weight or they try to eat healthier there is a threshold where your body does not go further than that unless you starve yourself which is unhealthy and can have all these insane negative effects. Do you remember the Tumblr culture for anorexia where they were pushing oh, like thigh gaps and totally. it was a whole thing? Oh my God. I had an ex-boyfriend that him and his friends literally called themselves like the Blue Sky Brothers or something like that. And it was because they liked it when they could see the sky behind a girl standing there. Oh yeah. He was 38. This was a couple years ago. The sky. I don't know. What is he laying on the fucking floor? I, I don't know what it was, but it was like that you could see through there as a thigh gap because they loved thigh gaps. And I had one at the time, but like it made me terrified to lose it. The only time I had one when I was like prepubescent. And then as I was going through puberty, that was when that whole thing was on Tumblr and I felt like I had, something was wrong with me and like I was getting fat. Meanwhile, I was like 100 pounds. Bodies are engineered to carry children. Yeah. We are engineered to carry body weight around our stomachs, on our hips, in our thighs, because that is a childbearing area. It, that is where we are engineered to grow. And these men who can't fucking produce humans like we can because we're superheroes are like, oh, we want you to look a certain way. It's like you fucking push watermelon out of your vagina. Facts. <laughs> like that ice spice. Facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Would love to see them well, pop one like, out. You know what? I'm like trying to make a little cute bed for your baby like i'm trying to make it nice and feng shui in here for that little child feng shui (laughs) i'm pinterest boarding over here i want to hear no opinion from a man about how any woman looks ever i would just prefer if they didn't someone told me on tiktok i look 49 yesterday but it's always from some guy that's like holding a fish yeah in the middle of nowhere you're like i don't really care Brad, back to the editing. Interesting fact here. 81% of people that they surveyed said that they prefer looking at photos without filters or editing. However, 72% of those same people are using filters. 
because it's the vicious cycle of if I'm seeing other people use it, I need to or else I'm going to be the ugly duckling of the feed. Then they won't accept someone who's doing it themselves. But I will say Gen Z has gotten more into no filters. No filters. However, I do think because I've seen it happen that there's almost a more subtle sneakier editing happening. The picture looks like it's not filtered, right? So it looks normal, but they're still tweaking little things about yeah. themselves. Or you master angles. Yeah. And and that's a whole other thing. I can't yeah. That influencer, Rianne mm-hmm. Love her. Love, love her. her. She does that thing. She started that thing where she posed. And then she did her body relax and she does these side by sides and it's so true. You don't always have to edit and sometimes you just know your angles and that's great. Everyone needs to stop mm-hmm. comparing each other. Like I said in the last episode, two flowers can bloom at the same time. Yeah. And no one's beauty takes away from someone else's. No one's success takes away from someone else's. Everyone needs to stop comparing and I know it's so hard and social media has made it even more impossible. Yeah, I think it's just hard when you're served different levels of perfection all the time. And they're naturally beautiful people, of course. And yeah, you don't need to compare yourself. But I think it's sad that it's common people, to feel yeah. the need, according to this, to to change things about yourself. Yeah. I In mean, a photo. Instagram's a highlight reel. It's of a course. highlight reel of your life. I've gone through my most depressed times in my life, but you cannot tell from my Instagram feed. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, you never can. Yeah. That's the whole other aspect of it, too. You got so skinny. (laughs) And I'm like, it's trauma. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Shameless storytelling here, but I think it's important context. How my career got jump-started was when I was younger and I started a swimsuit line, and I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even think anyone would ever find out about it. I just made a couple things and threw them up Mm -hmm. on a Squarespace page that I made myself. But I did the photo shoot with a friend of mine because I had no budget and we cut off our faces. So it was just our torsos, if you will. And I asked another friend to touch it up. And when he was done, I literally was getting confused between whose body was whose. It's insane. Which was really (laughs) off-putting. Yeah. What? So I stripped it all and I uploaded it as it was. And you could see my blotchy skin. You could see her stretch marks. And an editor at L noticed that we were one of the first swimwear companies to just show stretch marks and flaws on the body, wrote an article about it, and it went viral. And then Misguided got caught photoshopping on stretch marks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I went on to Victoria's Secret the other day because I just wanted to see what's, what's up over there. All of them have stretch marks. None of them have photoshopped images anymore which I mean, is huge that's, what I was say, that's amazing it's I so them. different it's... than what it used to look like and i'd like to say that i caused a little bit of a domino a effect hey. airy does that now lots of places do that now i think that's also what has bothered me internally i have never had a perfect body i have never been super skinny i've never i've always i don't know i hate to say this but i've always had a good personality and a good face big boobs So my stomach, I didn't really care about it that much. (laughs) So I would always kind of be a little softer. And I would never see these models out there that were just had average bodies. It was either the extreme one way or the other. And I feel like a lot of brands these days have gotten better at just having anybody. And I hate even the term plus size model. They're just models. It's just the labels Mm -hmm. that are put onto people. Yeah, why can't you just be a model? Yeah, like you're just actor, actress, model. 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 
there's a handful of friends that I had that were models and they were more in, in the middle and they were never getting booked. This was a few years ago. They were having a really hard time getting booked because of that, which I found so frustrating because it's these stunning women. And this is a whole part of what my mission statement for my swimwear company evolved into, which was, don't you want to be able to look at someone who looks like you online? And that's not just weight. That's like yeah. ethnicity, whatever. Someone who reflects who you are and what you look like modeling the clothes that you're going to buy. Yeah. It's like how Remy Bader got started. She was showing her expectations and then what she got and how it looked on her yeah. body. And she's like, where is my size? Like, where are the models that are like me? And she started a huge movement. She started her own clothing line now. And I applaud her. I think what she did was incredible. I've always been a large up top and a small in my body. I'm sure same with you. And I, I feel like a sausage packed into the <laughs> string half the time when I get some clothes. It's just every body is different. And you can't make a mold. You can't Brandy Melville us. <laughs> Oh and my one God. size fits all us. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's 2023. 20, There's clearly a diverse range of fucking humans. Yeah. Why don't you show it online instead of picking 100%. the same person? So I have a question, actually. Getting back to social media, have you ever been bullied on social media? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty dark story that I'll save for another time, actually. Was it public or on comments or do people dm you was it instagram just give high level high levels when i was younger i was assaulted by somebody who was a huge influencer and wow. he was making his rounds he was a predator and he was doing it to other girls and i wanted to speak out and this was actually before me too accusations started coming out of the woodwork and i was like okay i want it say what happened to me but I didn't want anyone in my friend group to know I didn't want it to be a huge thing so I made an anonymous YouTube video I changed the pitch in my voice I cut off my head Jesus. and it you. hit like a million views and I was consistently getting comments and DMs saying slut attention seeker whore liar how am I seeking attention I'm literally anonymous with my voice pitched and my right. head cut off but that happened to me oh, I think was like 17 and this was anonymous. So it wasn't like my friends from high school bullying me, but it was these people who were just attacking hundreds of they yeah. didn't think from, was a human. Mm -hmm. and, and I was just sitting there like, yeah. wow, this is me giving them the benefit of the doubt. But what I think a lot of them forget is no matter how big the influencer, no matter how big the celebrity, they still have feelings. They are still a human being. And you don't know who's on the other end of the screen. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know. You don't know anything. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. I know it's a old saying. No, it's true. Yeah. Just the, don't. <laughs> the whole Selena Haley thing. They're both getting shit. I can't even imagine it on that scale. Have you been bullied? Oh, yeah. Were you too young for form spring? No. Oh, my God. I had a form spring. Oh that was made for bullying. Form spring, for those of you who don't know, our younger audience, form spring was this site where you had a wall and you could anonymously write on someone's wall i don't even think there were any prompts it was literally just this is emma's page and people would just anonymously write yeah, on it it was an anonymous feedback I, jar public <laughs> if i had any thinner skin i can't say i would have survived it it was atrocious the things that people were saying to me and it was friends and you know you kind of knew who was saying things based on how they were saying it the scenarios that they would bring up you could put together if you were smart enough who was saying what and 
it was everything from my looks to calling me a whore. I hadn't even had sex yet. Like I was yeah, a virgin. What's up with that? Uh, dude, <laughs> don't even get me started. I was so bullied in high school. Everyone calling me a slut and a whore. And I'm like, I haven't even seen a penis, but thank you so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks for thinking that. My house was egged. I was intensely bullied. Shout out. <laughs> Look at me now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was – it was brutal and form string was a huge part of it. And same with Facebook. I mean, people would even write on my wall or DM. Everyone has the biggest balls when they're behind a screen. I know. I had a boyfriend's mom bully me on Facebook <gasps> once, posting to everyone on her as her status that I was ruining the family. Also, I was 15 and not doing anything but playing video games with him in the living yeah, room. Like, <laughs> sit down, Susan. But she's what, 50 at the time? Exactly. Everybody has the biggest balls like okay abby lee miller next i mean i wasn't depressed in high school but i asked my parents to transfer schools i'm sure a lot of people did but these ramifications of your behavior on social media whether it be the example that you're setting by editing your body or it be the bullying you're doing in someone's dms just any interaction you have with other people you have no idea the effect that it's going to have on them mm -hmm. even if you think it's a joke even if you think that they'll take it as a joke or or whatever you were just kidding. You it, never know what someone else is going through yeah, on top of that at it home. It spiral them into complete depression. Or worse. There's so many kids these days who have depression and anxiety. That really wasn't a term when I was a kid, this anxiety culture. And everyone has anxiety now. I have a little fact. That sounded positive. This is not positive. <laughs> Childhood anxiety disorders are very common. It affects one in eight children nowadays. The National Institute of Mental Health estimates a prevalence between the ages of 13 and 18 of 25.1%, approximately 5.8 million kids ages 3, 3 to 17 are diagnosed with anxiety. And approximately wow. 2.7 million oh, – wow, this is actually really upsetting. Approximately 2.7 million children ages 3 to 17 have diagnosed depression. So, you know – How do you diagnose yeah. a 3-year-old with depression? I mean, it's when they identify the detachment so that sad. it's terrible. And I don't think a three-year-old has depression because of social media. No. I'm sure it's no, 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 no. a lot different. It's just such a sad thing to think oh, about. Like those course. are supposed to be your happiest little Yeah, your innocent ears. ears. All of them. Your childhood. Yeah. Did you see Bama Rush? The documentary? Oh, my God. No, I started. <gasps> I didn't finish it. Same thing. I actually started and didn't finish it because I was like, I'm not going to have kids. <laughs> my child is not going to a school with a sorority. Again, the comparison now with social media and the TikToks and everything, that is not what your adolescent years are about. And it's made this idea that you could just be TikTok famous and all you have to do is go viral. So all these kids are trying to do is go viral. And whether they're doing that by altering their faces and their bodies or by doing trends or making videos constantly and they're not focusing on school and their own personal development. My point in saying that is it makes kids anxious to, to attain something that like lightning strikes with some people, sure, but that's not what your developmental years are about. It's not about trying to fit a mold and to go viral on TikTok or to put filters on yourself so you look a certain way. Yeah, I really can't imagine having TikTok growing up. Also, how embarrassing like all of the videos. That <laughs> Same, my like photo booth videos. Of me, yeah. And I know that when we were in high school, selfies – were a thing and that was still the same hit of dopamine where you're posting and you see that people you know are liking right. it and sharing it and engaging with it and 
gives you this sense of self-worth and then you start relying on that and how you look for validation to the extent where when you look at yourself in the mirror, if you are editing and altering your images to begin with, you're going to have a hard time recognizing yourself, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And you don't even need to be distorting your face to crazy amounts. But let's say you lift your eyes or make your lips bigger or whatever, or your nose smaller. And there's a fact from here, which is crazy, that says 2018 studies showed that the person's nose can look up to 30% larger in a selfie because of the angle, the, the angle and the way that you, the phone cameras work. So young people, especially teenagers, are going to plastic surgeons and they're saying, like, I want Cindy Kimberly's nose or Madison Beer's nose and I hate my nose and the doctors are like they're you're gonna even, look scary if I adjust your nose <laughs> yeah like what are you talking like, about give yourself some time to develop and then if you want to change something about yourself okay yeah. but the scary part too that I'm getting at is you don't look like your photos in person 100%. You can't see yourself from the way that yeah. I see you. There are so many photos that I take where I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then I look <laughs> in the mirror and I'm like, wait, I'm kind of cute. Who's that? <laughs> so <laughs> This video impacted me so much when I was younger. Dove soap. Oh, yep. Know what you're talking <gasps> about. Oh, my God. I will link this. Dove soap came up with this video and they had a group of people come into a room. Basically... A sketch artist sat down with these people and they said, describe yourself to me. These people were describing themselves and it was how they viewed themselves. And so this guy is drawing the sketch based on exactly the words that this person is using. So they might say, I have kind of a, a crooked nose and my, my earlobes are, are pretty big and I have a snaggle tooth in the front and blah, blah, <laughs> blah, whatever it may be. Then someone else came in and the sketch artist said, describe that person that had just come in here before. And they're like, oh my God, she's really striking. She's these piercing blue eyes and this really cute nose and her lips are like this and blah, blah, blah. And she's got these great freckles in her hair. And then at the end, the sketch artist shows the first person, the photos side by side. And the photo that they described of themselves is in all of the cases, a very ragged looking person, someone who looks not good and upset and all these enlarged and exaggerated features. And then someone's perspective of them the second photo is this stunning person that really is a lot more accurate to the original person and it's that exact thing the way others perceive you is a lot of times a million times better than how we perceive ourselves yeah because you just can't see yourself i wish it could be great yeah i mean i'm the same way i'm a perfectionist and my flaws stand out to me so much more than my Right. Highlights. But know. to me, I'm like, you look perfect, gorgeous. You're good to go. Yeah. To me right now, I'm like my under eye wrinkles. My cheeks are probably really red right now. A million things I could tell great. you that are wrong. Thank you. We all need to learn how to take compliments. Have you seen? And say thank you. <laughs> Not be so self-critical. Have you seen that filter that you can put on your face and it kind of enlarges everything on your face? It makes it look like a bubble. It's like a super yeah. round and then you can take it off and for a brief second, you kind of see yourself the way that people see you. Or at least when they see you for the first time, you're kind of yeah. like, oh, that's me. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was concerned. You know? Yeah. I think I hate always saying this. I'm like, I saw this TikTok the other day. But I saw this TikTok. This girl was talking about how she, anytime she likes something on a person or admires something about a person, she goes up to them and tells them. And I thought it was the most amazing thing. We need more of that in the world. Yeah. We need more positivity. And if you like someone's shirt, if you like their freckles, if you like their hair. I saw this girl at the bar the other day. 
And I was like, your hair is incredible. She had this like adorable, cute, curly hair. She was like, oh my God, it was raining and my hair was straight this morning. And she just unloaded this insecurity about her hair. And I was like, I thought it looked so cute and perfect. And I was like, I wish I had your hair. And she was so self-conscious because it wasn't the way she did it that it's morning. always how it goes. Yeah, always. And we just need to fucking lift ourselves up more. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being confident and excited about yourself. Yeah, and you got to fake it till you make it too. It's a big my big trick with confidence. When I feel like shit, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Put in your little AirPods, put on a hot girl walk playlist yep. and walk around until you feel better. There's nothing better. It's like what Liz Taylor said. She was like, when you're feeling sad, pour yourself a glass of wine, put on your red lipstick and just fucking stop crying. <laughs> so she said. I think something like that. <laughs> or like Rihanna. Remember that interview that yeah. sound that went viral on TikTok? Yeah. It was like, what do you do when you're feeling low? And she's like, I pretend. What mm-hmm. else am I going to do? Fucking sit home crying? It's like. Unfortunately, a lot of times we have to pretend, but sometimes when you work through those moments and put on a happy face, that's how you build character. It is what it is. I woke up with a giant pimple and we can see ourselves here. My makeup, I think, is still on. But I sat down (laughs) and you could see it. I'm like, Emma, do I need concealer? She goes, yeah. Honestly, like we appreciate appreciate the honesty. Yeah. But I think it was also really interesting what you were saying about the dopamine hit. It becomes this addiction and this obsession. Oh, yeah. And it makes – people reliant on social media for their happiness yeah i swear to god long-term testing on what that does to your brain chemistry is gonna be crazy i'm a victim of it i recently my dick sucked what <laughs> your dick sucked <laughs> what did you say i was saying tiktoks I'm like, oh my god i slipped i just slipped the tongue um recently my tiktoks have been doing well so i am constantly posting because i want them all to do well and now i'm like what time is it? Is it the optimal time? I got to go pose. And it's like, yeah. I'm almost fucking 30 years old. What do I care about these TikToks? But it's like, it's this dopamine. It's this rush. Yeah. And everyone is a victim to it. it. It's really crazy that it's what we do for a living and we're trained to market things for brands and we know exactly what heartstrings different things are pulling at, what filters or what effects are being used and we're still victims to it. So I cannot imagine how it affects a 15-year-old girl. Who doesn't have the insight. The insight of the industry on top of it. Yeah. It's almost inescapable. My biggest advice (laughs) would just be to find what sets your heart on fire, what makes you happy and what brings you joy and peace and just do more of it because you could just get stuck and go down these rabbit holes. And if you find yourself scrolling, 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 go touch grass, go outside. (laughs) Yesterday, I took myself on a date. I was about to order takeout and just sit on the couch. And I was like, or I can go spend the same amount of money. I have my makeup on. I could just look cute and go sit in a bar somewhere and eat and just get out into the world. I deleted Instagram for two days. So happy. Fucking lush. That sounds so nice. I did it over the weekend. And you were actually trying to show me something, and I was like, can't deleted it. I just got really mad at this post, and I was like, <laughs> I'm deleting it. And it's the first time I've deleted social media in years because it's our job, but I just had a good gap where I didn't have to post anything for anyone on Insta. It felt great. So, got 15 accounts I'm handling like on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, that's usually the case for me as well. My brain is just like, so anytime I cannot be on social media, I'm not. It's my biggest rule, especially when I'm out to dinner. No phones, no posting in the moment. How do you balance that? Sometimes I find myself wanting nothing to do with it because I've done it for so many accounts. And then I find myself being upset that I've done it for everyone but me. And I want to have my own scroll time now. So then I scroll for too long. 
You know what I mean? Like rebellious scroll. Mm, most of the people I follow are brands and it's work related. So when I do scroll, I'm constantly saving and categorizing yeah. things. So I am just scrolling all the time on my personal Instagram. So when I can just not be on Instagram, I'm just not. <laughs> I guess I'm more on TikTok than Instagram. Yeah. Love a good TikTok scroll. Yeah, I do that before I go to bed. Yeah, me too. And then I'm up and it's two. I'm like, oh. This is such a big topic and it's like hard to even scratch the surface. That just scratched the surface. This goes so deep and it's become a part of everyone's life. It Mm -hmm. has to do with work. It has to do with relationships. Again, a totally different story for another day, but I almost lost a job because of what I was posting on my personal Instagram. And it wasn't wasn't anything bad. I just posted a different brand that wasn't the current brand. It was so stupid. I heard a story about that the other day that someone – client threatened to leave them because they liked a contradictory post yeah that and that's a great topic to dive into the next time we touch on social media as well as relationships and social media posting about partners pocket partnering i would love oh yeah we'll hear you talk about pocket partnering such a real 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 thing social media affects every single aspect of our lives unfortunately it's just the world we live in getting a job People vet you first on Instagram. Everything is about Instagram. So we cracked open the can of worms a little bit today. Yeah, we can dive deeper. I'd love to talk about in the future too how the algorithm becomes this echo chamber where when you like a few things or you watch them for too long, it's like all you see and it can affect your mental health that way as well. There's so many different things. I've noticed it more on TikTok lately and I'm like, I watched that once or I searched that three days ago. You can stop serving me content about a pasta recipe. I get it. Jesus. I get it. I like carbs. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sue me. So, anyway, mor- moral of the story take your filters off. Go unfiltered. <laughs> Unhinged and unfiltered. We're all guilty of doing it in the past okay. and feeling pressured to do it now. But don't for your little 11 year old self. Do it for her. Love her. Be nice to her. Anyway, we'll, we'll dive in deeper. Peace and love, people. <laughs> We're not ending this with peace and love. <laughs> Next week, we are talking about breakups. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Hold on to your panties, boys. Coming for you. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to start saying that. Hold when I'm at a call and hold on to your panties. Don't get them in a wad. All right. Here we go again. Um. <clears throat> see ya. Why do I always say see ya? See ya. T-T-Y-L. Lilas. Hags. Oh my god, what did that mean? Have a great summer. Ah. <laughs> Hags. Hags. Or hackus. I was have a kick ass summer. Oh yeah. That was like the little spicy version. Yeah. Oh, yearbooks. Bring back yearbooks. Also, welcome to summer. <gasps> yes. no, when this like, drops, it's gonna be oh. like <laughs> I'm like, it's not summer yet. It will be when this is out. Happy summer. Happy (laughs) summer. I hope you're driving out to the Hamptons and listening to this in your car ride. Don't text and drive. Okay, bye.